Hey man, happy Sunday, everybody. What's up? I do have a very interesting one for you all today. It'll be be nice if uh, people would sort of talk about this type of stuff a little bit more often, but whatever. But there is um, there are some audio making the rounds of the YouTubes and of the uh, various social media platforms. And I just, I'm, it's very stunning audio. And um, I wanted to bring it up to you guys. And of course, this will be an episode for the podcast as well. Um, so the, the Euphrates River is drying up, right? Uh, the Euphrates River um, has been drying up for, oh, we had a little glitch there. The, the Euphrates River has been, I mean, people have been talking about it even in the news. It's been making the rounds of various newspapers or whatnot, news organizations, in which back in 2020, in one location, it was actually recorded. If we come across it, I'll show you what I'm talking about. Hey, what's up, Gloria? Um, it was recorded uh, a, a certain location. The waters were full. And as of October the 9th, 2022, that same exact location is completely dry. Which lends to a prophecy, a biblical prophecy, that... It's very possible you or our children or future generations, very, very near future generations, may actually live through another biblical prophecy. The only problem with this one is uh, once these four fallen angels that are currently bound under the Euphrates River, per the Lord God, when they are released... They will kill a third of mankind. 
but I, I you got to hear this. Um, there are, because of this drying up of the Euphrates River, because of this drying up, locations, things, caves, caverns, things are starting to peak out because they're no longer covered by the water. And I think this um, this audio just really speaks for itself. So I'm just going to play this. I'm not even going to talk through it. I'm just going to let you guys hear this. I'm going to even turn the background music off completely. If you have headphones, you'll you'll want to put them on. Um, and again, I'm going to play this without even interrupting while talking. You all just listen to this. This is an archaeologist making a video recording right at uh, right up at the Euphrates River uh, over um, the Euphrates, uh, a dam in the Euphrates River, a former dam. And uh, these noises, well, I'm going to let you think what you will, but you can hear some chains rattling and remember there are supposed to be four angels currently bound under this river and angels who did not keep their designated place of power, but abandoned their proper dwelling place. These he has kept in eternal chains under the thick gloom of utter darkness for the judgment of the great day. Saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels who had been prepared for the appointed hour and day and month and year were released to kill a third of mankind. Revelation 9, 14, 15. All right, I'm going to go mute. This is two minutes and 14 seconds.
across Europe. That, hey, what's up, Dark Skin Avenger? How are you? That is very creepy. <laughs> very creepy. The fact that he's even putting his hand on the ground to see if he can feel what he's hearing. And I mean, you don't have to be just a Christian um, to believe in this prophecy. This is also uh, something that you will find Muslims even talking about. It, it, it does not go unnoticed that the Euphrates River is drying up completely. Like, let me show you some of these other uh, very interesting um, caves and caverns that are now popping up in just the last few years. And of course, because this is happening, archaeologists are finding all of this amazing, all this amazing stuff. And they're coming back with these really insane stories. But here's um, this particular cave system that was found you know the most recent one that sort of led like a lot of attention or whatnot uh, to this area some say that it looks almost like a cave or cavern system that would have been used to imprison something or someone I don't know what do y'all think the drying of Euphrates River is not a prophecy anymore it is happening the receding waters of the Euphrates River have revealed many ancient archaeological sites. Just recently, a mysterious caves also has been found. The Those cave are the is caves. so mysterious that origin is still unknown. People still investigate whether the cave was dug by human or by demon. It is impossible to say the caves were formed by itself. I mean, sure. Um, who knows? Who knows? But um, if you do believe in biblical prophecy, then heads up, right? I mean, if we've what we've, we're living in years past 1947 when Israel became a country again, that was also a pretty amazing biblical prophecy that was fulfilled. So, you know, double questioning. Biblical prophecy probably isn't a good idea. But um, I can't get over that sound. You know, as it, so I mean, imagine there's really these four fallen angels that had, that took part in churning up, I guess you could say, the sin, sins of man or whatnot revealing secrets to humans and mankind that shouldn't have been revealed. How to make weapons, how to read the weather. And these archaeologists, they go in and they're like, yeah, we're finding all these amazing finds, you know, all this amazing stuff. But there's a weird noise coming, coming out of the ground. Sounds like something's moving in chains. 
That is freaky. It, it sounds like something is saying help, doesn't it? That is freaky. <laughs> oh, man. That would have shocked me like nobody's business. That is just Across Europe, rivers have sunk to historic mm. lows because of brutal heat waves. It's almost like, you know, well, the prophecy is, is basically, you know, like I was saying, um, this river will dry up. And when that sixth trumpet blows and these four fallen angels are to be released, it is prophesied that they will kill a third of mankind. That is some really freaky, freaky footage. Really, really freaky footage. Anyway, there you go. That's for the podcast channel. All right, guys. Um, well, you know, for those that may want to stay a little bit after if you want, I, you know, I was just kind of checking this out just to kind of, you know, feed the brain a little bit. Four angels that are bound underneath the Euphrates River, and we're going to explore that part of the world, which is the territory between Iran and Iraq. We're going to explore the Euphrates River, and we're going to talk about these four angels and what their assignment is and, and why are they now bound in that part of the world. To begin with, there are three major prophetic things which we know from Scripture that's going to happen in the very near future. Number one, there will be the revealing in his time of a man that Paul calls the man of sin that the Apostle John identified as who Antichristos or the Antichrist. And he will come at the time of the end. He is the last world dictator. Number two, there will be a coalition of nations and men who rule over these nations, who will associate themselves with him and align themselves with him. And they're simply called 10 kings. They're identified as 10 horns uh, in the book of Daniel. 
and they are the ten heads of the beast, for example, in some, some prophetic scriptures. Then we have the third part of this, which is a kingdom that forms when this coalition joins with the Antichrist. Now, this kingdom is numbered in the book of Revelation as the eighth and final kingdom on the earth. Now, that eighth kingdom will rule for 42 months while the contract or the covenant, that's the word used in the book of Daniel 9, 27, is for a period of seven years. Now, these three things are going to happen in the very, very, very near distant future. The rise of the Antichrist is very interesting because there's two in Important verses that I want to give you. One is in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, the Bible says that this man is to be revealed in his time when the thing that is restraining him on earth is removed or lifted. Now, without going into a huge discourse, it would take me one hour to break down the word studies and the verses of 2 Thessalonians 2 to prove this. But the restrainer on earth is the church that believes in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what's restraining the man of sin. That's what's restraining evil in the earth. Even in America, the extreme, radical, anti-Christian, anti-God left, and they are everywhere. Their biggest hindrance they always are go people into their who politics. believe in God and believe in the Bible that are filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's, and get, I on got news. Let's get on with it, though. Now, having said that, the man of sin will be revealed in its time when the restrainer is removed. And I believe the restrainer being removed is the... Lord coming for the church, those overcomers, and taking them to heaven. And we don't have time, but he is a picture of what's coming. So when the transgressors come to full, and that word transgressors there in that past, the fullness of the Amorites has not yet come. God was going to bring the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage and bring them into the promised land to judge the Amorites. When you look at that group of people, I'm sorry, this probably isn't the proper place to say it, but... When you look at this group of people, knowing that they're all Americans probably that um, traveled there and they're listening to him give basically a sermon, right? Um, I just, I, a lot of Americans, man, are very overweight, you know? Come when the transgressors are come to full or the fullness of iniquity that he may avenge him of his adversaries. And the sword and the sword shall devour, and it shall be uh, saturated and made drunk with their blood. For the Lord God of yeah, hosts hath a sacrifice a in the this. north country by the river Euphrates. So this is a mentioning of a judgment which would come to Babylon, but it mentions the river Euphrates. Now, pay attention to the book of Revelation, which is a very bizarre verse. I'm, I mean, there are some verses. How many of you know there's some strange verses in the Bible? You have to admit it, right? So this is one of those strange verses. Look what it says. So the Lord says to the sixth angel that had the trumpet, loose the four angels that are bound in the great river Euphrates, and the four angels were loosed, which prepared for one hour, a day, a month, and a year to slay the third part of men. Then it goes on to say this, and this is where the story gets intriguing. And when the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates and the waters thereof were dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Now, there's so much going on in these two verses, and hopefully I can kind of explain this to you. The first thing we have to do is identify what is the Euphrates River. Most of you know, but if you don't, between the borders of the modern day countries of Iran and Iraq are two rivers. 
The old name of one from Genesis 2 is called the Hidekel, and the other is called the Euphrates. The Euphrates has basically maintained the same name through history. The Hidekel River is later called the Tigris River. The name was changed, but it's the same river. Now, these two rivers, one starts up toward Armenia, one starts in Turkey, and then they join together uh, at a place called Bozra. And then they, when they come together, they empty out into the Persian Gulf. Now, the Euphrates River and the Hidekel River, if you'll read Genesis chapter 2, were two rivers that were the border of the Garden of Eden. You have the Pishon, the Gihon, the Hidekel, and the Euphrates. The two of those rivers were the rivers in Egypt. The Gihon, or the Gihon is, according to Josephus, the Nile River. The Egyptians called it one name. The Greeks called it another name. That's why it has two different names. But everybody knows where the Euphrates River is. It is still maintaining that name today. Now, the Euphrates River starts in Turkey, as I said, goes for about 1,800 miles and empties out into the Persian Gulf. Now, somewhere along the Euphrates River was a Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11 because they would build their cities near rivers because of irrigation and water. Of course, that was later destroyed by the Lord in the 11th chapter of Genesis. And later, a man named Nebuchadnezzar came and built a massive major city called Babylon along the banks or near the Euphrates River, between the Tigris and the Euphrates River. And it was a great thoroughfare and waterway. So the Euphrates has been the boundary of the Garden of Eden in the beginning of time. The Euphrates River has been a river which uh, the, all of the ancient empires, whether it's the Ur of Chaldea, where Abraham is from, Babylon, Babel, the, uh, you have uh, all these cities that were built along that uh, waterway. It's a very famous river. Now, at some point, and this is where the story gets intriguing, at some point, there were four angelic beings that were bound in the Euphrates River. But the question comes up, who were the angels? And when were they bound and why were they bound? The only explanation I can give you in, in comparing scripture with scripture is what I'm about to tell you right now. If you go into Daniel chapter 10, Daniel was in Babylon and lived there for 70 years. When the Medes and Persians overthrew the Babylonians, then the Bible says that the prince of the kingdom of Persia came to Babylon and withstood Daniel's prayer for three weeks. That prince of Persia was not a man. The prince of Persia was what Paul would have called in Ephesians chapter 6 and 12, a principality spirit, which is the highest ranking demonic angel that can rule over a nation. Now, here's the point. When the demon angel over Babylon, because there was a wicked angel over the atmosphere, when it was overpowered, it had to be bound somewhere. Then the media Persian spirit came for 200 years, but it was overthrown by the Grecian empire. So when Alexander the Great from Greece came, the media Persian spirit, the one Daniel battled, had to be bound somewhere. Y'all tracking with me? When Alexander the Great's empire fell, now remember, the Babylonians, the Medes and Persians, and Alexander the Great all ruled from Babylon off the Euphrates River. Then when the Grecian spirit was overthrown by the Romans, that angel had to be bound somewhere. Then when the Roman Empire collapsed or the Western Empire collapsed and you come into the Byzantine Empire in the East that ruled for a thousand years 
And of course, the Roman church became a powerful uh, force from like the seventh, eighth century on. We're actually in the time of Charlemagne forward uh, in the year 800. We have the spirit of Babylon, the spirit of Media Persia, the spirit of Greece and the spirit of Rome. Now, these are single individual angelic beings that ruled that part of the world that had to be bound somewhere. God, and it may have been through Michael, the archangel. We don't know. I'm only speculating that part took those spirits, those high-ranking principalities, and bound them in the Euphrates. Now, watch what I'm about to show you. In the book of Daniel, you have empires, these very empires I'm naming, that are alluded to in the form of animal symbolism. You have the lion, which is Babylon. You have the bear, which is Media Persia, right? You have the leopard, which is Greece. Then you have a non-descriptive beast with seven heads and ten horns that we know is Rome. Now watch what happens in the tribulation when the Antichrist comes to power in Revelation 13. John says, I saw a beast rise up out of the sea and the beast was like a leopard, like a lion, like a bear. There's three of those empires. And the, the, the Antichrist reforms the entire area of ancient Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, and brings all of that under his subjection. And that's all the Middle East, guys. That's all the Middle East, all the way from Egypt, all the way over to uh, uh, Afghanistan and Pakistan. It's the Middle East. So when, everybody's still tracking with me? So when the Antichrist forms that kingdom, the spirits of those previous empires are unleashed from underneath the Euphrates River where they were banned. Yeah, listen. If you're interested to further watch that, feel free. But I think it's exactly what uh, what God says it is in the Bible. I do. If you've never read the book of Enoch, you should. You should. Take the time to to listen to it, or you know, to read it through, basically. And then you know, once you read, or yeah, I mean, once you read the Book of Enoch, or you, if you choose to listen to it via audio, there is some audio readings of the book. I don't know. It may lead you into reading other other biblical writings. But listen, I just think this is uh, very interesting. Kind of makes one wonder, doesn't it? Listen, I'm out of here, y'all. I will, uh, I'll catch everyone soon. Uh, happy Sunday, and I hope y'all have a fantastic work week. Until next time, everyone. <laughs>